Live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Hendersonville, hour number two, off and running. It is 3HL, and it is 104.5 The Zone. Carson Wentz on the COVID list. Titans getting ready for the Dolphins. The Titans adding Jayon Brown and Cody Hollister to their own COVID list. There is lots to cover in the National Football League. Joe Hunk back in our 104.5 The Zone studios. Will Bowling here with you. And to my left... With a chocolate cake already down, the one and only Ron Slay. I'm hey. in the building. I'm in the building. Hey, I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Hey, I'm in the building. I teed that up better this building. You did. That's much better. There you go. Good job. <laughs> yeah, me and Hunk both not just sitting in silence trying to figure it out. We need to get to, to Rep Ryan and either have me or Hunk or somebody do like a starting lineup intro for you. Yeah, that'll be, that, I, like, guess what? But whether it's like a, you know, now batting, the catcher, Ron Slay, or yeah, like I'm a, you know. Bad. Okay, perfect. <laughs> oh, you Bulls but intro. Starting at Bulls forward. intro. From the University of Tennessee. Bulls intro would be nice. That'd be cool. I Brett B got some things cooking up his sleeve. Oh, told me though, so it is. Look, yeah. it, it, there are more creative minds than me in that <laughs> building, but this is this is what I'm going to recommend. Hey. Speaking of existence. It. Have at it. I, the more, the more, the merrier. 615-737-1045, our number. Come out and see us if you're in the area in Hendersonville. we got a good crowd here talking Titans with us. And coming up, Slay, in about 40 minutes, this crowd is going to have a drink in their hand. Yes. And you're going to toast. That's right. You're going to wash away the win. This is correct. And we're going to be ready to toast to Week 17 and toasting to what could be an AFC South championship clinching game. That, that's right. It is the... Second to last, wash away toast. The penultimate. Hey, it's right there. <laughs> we had to do so. We'll, the next one will be in the new year. We also will be know where we're going in the playoffs. It will it be home? Who we'll be facing? All of this will be a known. So I'm telling you, stay tuned. If you are on the road, hurry up and get to. Well, take your time and get to Hendersonville, Buffalo Wild Wings. But wash away toast will take place, and it's always legendary, man. We started with the first one. Yep. Listen, man, it, it don't get no better than this. You know, everybody's involved. Thank you, Miller Lite. Thank you, Buffalo Wild Wings. But this is the one time, man, when you get to put it all behind you, Will. This per Adam Schefter earlier this afternoon, the Jacksonville Jaguars looking for a head coach, and they have requested permission, Slay, mm. to interview both Dallas Cowboys coordinators. You seen this? Who has? The Jacksonville Jaguars. One of these would be very good for Trevor Lawrence. The other one would be a very Jacksonville Jaguars move for Trevor Lawrence. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and offensive coordinator Kellen Moore uh, have both been requested permission to interview with the Jacksonville Jaguars. That per Adam Schefter earlier this afternoon. Hey man, look, just I, <laughs> Jaguars try anything. <laughs> I, I, in a minute, you're I, not going to go minute. get another college coach, <laughs> right? What's Bob Stoops up to? Come on, man! After he's done ho- uh, coaching against Oregon, they're going to call Kirby in a minute. Kirby <laughs> probably do a better job than they would. I'm going to put my money on Kirby. And Kirby would never blow a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. I, I promise. You. Kirby's focused on his golden tee over here. He's not worried about coaching the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he would deny permission to talk to the Jaguars until his round of golden tee was over. Next year, next year, what we're going to have to do is we're going to every Buffalo Wild Wings we go to. I'm going to have to put a bet up that you can't beat Kirby. <laughs> and I'm going I'm to make it 2-1, to one, a 2-1 to one bet. So I bet 20, they can bet 10, they can win the 20, just, or I take the 10. I'm betting on Kirby every time. Or just bet a Buffalo Wild Wings chocolate cake. 
No, on Kirby for, against somebody. That's, that's for me. That's for you. Yeah, I don't want no bets that's on that. I, that's my bet. Yeah, I just want to take that. <laughs> I, want that I want that just to take. I don't, I don't want the, to bet. The big question is: is what does Kirby's character looks like look like on Golden Tee? Because if you if, you if you're a a Golden Tee player, you get to do your own simulated character. Oh well, Kirby is a real golfer too, though. That's so, right. You know what I mean? They, you you stepping in his backyard if you step on Golden. Tee I'm with. getting a different golf lesson from Kirby every time I host one of these shows or come to one of these shows. Smart. I took my first golf lesson last week. I need to just go to our guy Brett Batchelor oh. and have him give me some golf. No, Brett, no, 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 Will. That's my guy. That's your guy. Yeah, right, I, I, I hired him. So I can't have your chocolate cake and yeah, I can't you have your golf yep. instructor. Yep, I got. Slay, what I can I have? You know what you can have? You can always have a good time with me, Will. That's what you can always <laughs> well, I have. I that anyway. Come on. Yeah, every single I'm looking time. for added value. Come on. Alan Bell's already made me a little money. I'm looking for added value. It don't get no better than this, Will. This, tapping into all the resources, brother. 615-737-1045, our number. Indianapolis Colts have placed starting quarterback Carson Wentz on the reserve COVID-19 list. That the biggest AFC South headline today. Uh, unclear or not whether Wentz tested positive for the virus. If he did test positive, he would be able to play on Sunday against the Raiders yeah. as long as the positive test took place yesterday under new guidelines if they are adopted. So under the current protocols, he would definitely miss Sunday's game as he would have to quarantine for 10 days since Carson Wentz on the record as an unvaccinated player. So Adam Schefter, ESPN, reporting earlier today that the NFL is expected to adhere to the new CDC guidelines as of this afternoon. Not official yet, but that would allow Carson Wentz to play on Sunday, quarantining for five days rather than ten. So we mentioned this in the first hour as well. New CDC guidelines, new NFL protocols are coming at a very, very good time for the Indianapolis Colts, who have the Las Vegas Raiders coming up on Sunday. Well... I'll tell you what, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. Everybody got to lock in, and this is a part of it. So, I mean, what what, what you going to do? Are you going to take the protocol serious? I mean, because, I mean, it's so hard when you're talking about this virus. Like, what are you to do, man? I mean, just shake hands with somebody or any, anything. You just touch a door, and you get it. And then if you're not vaccinated, then it's a whole different problem. So, right. hopefully they come down with this, with this supposed to be – um, a little less, um, what is it, minor than um, the, the real the Delta variant. Was. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. So, man, listen, I told you once before, Will, on behalf of all the Titans, <laughs> and we love, listen, we love all our brothers. All of them. Every, our brothers and our sisters. That's right. But to the Indianapolis Coast and all you Indianapolis Coast fans, we could care less. <laughs> we could care less. Who has to sit out? We've been missing Derrick Henry for eight weeks. We don't know what to do out here, but we're finding a way. Y'all better tell your defense to step up. Put put somebody, put DeForest Buckner since he's a pro bowler at quarterback. Because I would feel comfortable. package? Yeah I, would, yeah, I would feel comfortable with putting Kevin Byard at my quarterback. Delta, Omicron, <laughs> like, pie, apple is. pie. We don't care what it is. We yeah. don't care. Find a way. We're here. We line up and play on Sunday. We got the Dolphins. And Miami coming off uh, a win last night on Monday Night Football. There have been a lot of unwatchable Monday Night Football games this year, haven't there? Yes. Because when you get the Chicago Bears, oh my gosh, the NFC East, and the Cleveland Browns in prime time pretty much every <laughs> single week, you're going to get a lot of unwatchable games. Ooh, and see, guess what, though, Will? I blame this on the media. I was talking about this. Okay. Um, was it yesterday we were talking about this? And I was like, um, I'm trying to figure out who 
in the head keeps on making the Cleveland Browns a Super Bowl contender at the beginning <laughs> of the year just because of their yeah. roster, man. Yeah. They ain't nothing. I'm here to say it, man. Yeah, listen, take me to court. Right. Take me to court. Take me court, to court. Court is in session. Yeah, yeah, man, listen. <laughs> Cleveland Browns ain't nothing. They always going to be the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati, they on their way. They emerging. Change of culture, change of energy. Got a real stable quarterback that's yeah, really, do. really good. Wide receiver court. Got weapons around them. I think um, they put out a stat the first time in history, NFL history, they had a 4,000-plus passer, 1,000-plus yard what, runner, runner, I believe, uh-huh. and, and two 1,000-yard catchers. Yeah. Hey, man, since they on, they're on the rise. They are. You know what Baltimore is. You know what Pittsburgh is. Why do the Browns keep on getting all this love? Because of the com- commercials that Baker Mayfield do? <laughs> yeah. They're great commercials, too, I will say. <laughs> but outside of that, man, don't nobody want to hear that, man. I'm off my soapbox. I don't want to be on it. I think people hung on to them keeping it really close against Kansas City and Arrowhead for a really long mm. time in week one. Mm. And from that point on, it was, hey, well, they, they kept it close with the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, then we learned that that was a different Chiefs team than what's okay. playing right now, too. Okay. So that was a big difference. Baker Mayfield being in and out of the lineup. Nick Chubb being in and out of the lineup. Right. That's an interesting game they have against the Steelers this weekend because I think Nick Chubb could run for 200 yards and they could still lose. Yes. Just because of the fact, like we talked about with our guy Alan Bell, that it's probably the last time Ben Roethlisberger suits up in a Steelers uniform in Heinz. That's correct. I'm not betting against him in that game. No. Uh, uh-huh. so, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, Slay, all right, let's take a break here. Okay. And when we come back, let's take a look at games that matter to the Tennessee Titans in Week 17. We're going to close the book okay. on Week 16 when we have our wash-away toast yes, coming sir. up at 445. So in the spirit of the wash-away toast, Slay, we look ahead to Week 17. Moving on from the win over the San Francisco 49ers, a long week for the Titans, coupled with a short week for the Miami Dolphins. Right. We're going to get a full preview of that coming up at 5 o'clock this afternoon. But when we come back, games that matter in the NFL in Week 17, and there are a lot of them, starting with the Raiders and the Colts when we come back. 3HL live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Hendersonville. Come out and see us. We're with you here until 6 o'clock for our Titans football feast. And as always, it's 104.5 The Zone. Three HL on 104.5 The Zone live out in Hendersonville. Buffalo Wild Wings for our Tuesday Titans football feast. Joe Hunk back in our 104.5 The Zone studios. Ron Slay to my left. Will Bowling here with you sitting in for the mayor and for Don Davenport. Let's go. I told Kirby that earlier and he said, I'm looking forward to hearing you imitate both of them since you're filling in for two people. Oh. To which I said, that will not be happening. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't that versatile, Will? <laughs> nope, not at all. show the people what you're made of, man. Uh, Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, reporting now that the NFL and NFLPA have agreed to adopt new CDC guidelines Uh-oh. that reduce the quarantine time to five days from 10 for all COVID-positive players who are asymptomatic. That includes those who are unvaccinated. ESPN's Ooh. Adam Schefter confirming that moments ago on Twitter as well. So, Slay, we've been waiting for the official report. And there it is from the NFL and the NFLPA. That in, you said that includes those that are unvaccinated as well. That is correct. Wow. Coach fan. We just had a coach <laughs> fan come up here. So Congratulations. I hope, you, I hope you heard that. Congratulations. You may be able to get Carson Wentz back. But, hey, that's, that's big time for. It's huge. Not, not only for the coach, but that's big time for 
the league as well and college sports as a landscape because we all know that the NBA and the NFL kind of dictates what happens and the trends that um, a lot of sports go with. So, hey, man, wow. That is. I, I guess it was getting a little too out of control. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah. So that is, money about to be list. that is going to be the new normal for pretty much everybody playing sports at this point. This right. should help the college football playoff. We mentioned this yep. yesterday. This probably helps college football yeah. more than it helps anybody. Right. Because they've got the smallest margin for error right now in terms of getting their playoff games done. Yeah. So at this point, uh, that is a big plus to them. Of course, not official yet through the college football playoff, but when the NFL does it, I would expect it's only Everybody a matter of, of hours or minutes even. Yep. Uh, where college football follows suit there. So uh, that is the national story coming out in this past five minutes. But, Ron Slay, we've got more Titans COVID news now. Uh-oh. And interesting that this did not break about an hour ago when the Titans placed Jayon Brown on the COVID-19 list. According to Field Yates of ESPN.com, the Titans have also placed defensive lineman Danico Autry See. on the COVID-19 list. See, boy, I tell you, boy. That might be the biggest loss they've had all week right there. Yeah, nah, I'm going to say Bud. Bud, Bud, well, yeah, right there with them, both of them. But, man, that's, man, what y'all trying to do to us, man? Listen, <laughs> all we're trying to do is just get on in there, get in there healthy, get in the playoffs, handle things, and get out of the way, man, and hopefully get Derrick Henry back. But, like, come on, dude. But I, I will say, I think majority of the majority, sure, I'm sure the majority of the team is vaccinated, so. Yes. So I think it would be safe to say a guy could test out. So I'm going to be honest. I'm not too worried. I'm not going to get worried until Friday, right? Saturday when they can't, you know. Well, heck, then, starting tomorrow is when you get worried because then those are guys that are likely not going to play. Because yeah. if that, t- Tuesday is the last day that you can test positive and be asymptomatic, have it for five days, keep testing positive, but the five days runs out and you can play Sunday. And you, you still can get um, – Two negative tests in a row, too, though, right? Right. Okay. So, right. Yeah. Two negative tests within the 24-hour span. Yeah. It's a lot It's a lot going on, man. It's a lot of uh, mental gymnastics that yeah. we're having to do. Salute to um, Vrabel, Downing, and Bowen for getting your game plan together and not knowing who's going to be there. Good luck. We're no here, doubt about it. We're here to cheer in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not here to do the rest of this hey, stuff, Hey, you, you know what I'm doing the rest of this week? We talked about this off-air yesterday and never, never discussed this. We're going to get into the games that matter in the NFL coming mm-hmm. up here in a minute. I'm saying, hey, A.J. Brown, we'll see you Sunday. Yeah. You cannot afford to have that guy get out because of COVID at this point. Yeah. If you've got the wide receiver room passing around COVID-19 right now, yeah. I'm saying, A.J. Brown, uh, let's, let's just be at the field about 8 o'clock Sunday morning, <laughs> and we'll see you then. You're going to make him miss anything. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. I, absolutely, I am. Yeah. I mean, I... That, that's the one guy at this point. If you're you missing Nick Westbrook Aquino, Julio Jones, Cody Hollister, and there it is from Jim Wyatt now. Officially, the Titans have placed Nico Autry as well on the team's COVID-19 list. <laughs> if A.J. Brown can't play and this continues to go through the wide receiver room, you're talking about a really difficult task on Sunday. Yeah, yeah I mean, and <laughs> you hit it on the head, Will, but I, I will say this, man. You can't alter it too much the way, like, you, you got to get him in the building. Right. You got to get him in the building to do something because, you know, nursing his body and, Rehabbing his body is just as important as being able to run reps and things like that, especially at this point in the season. It's more the mental preparation. So I can understand missing the physical part of practice, but as long as he's able to get the film study and things in like that and be able to take care of his body, get the rehab and the treatment that's needed to recover, I I say he'll be fine. We'll see him on walkthroughs. Right. Right. 
So the important part now for Carson Wentz, with him testing positive, the final hurdle for him, is he symptomatic or not? Yeah. Because if he is asymptomatic, he can play on Sunday regardless because he's, uh, it doesn't matter if he's unvaccinated at this point, right. which we know that he is. Right. So at this point, if he doesn't have symptoms, he's playing Sunday against the Raiders. If he has symptoms, he's not playing Sunday against the Raiders. Well, here we go. Here Interesting. We go. Who, who, who's, who's the one watching that? Who's, who's, who's investigating that? <laughs> yeah, is, it, is it any happening? He, he's going to pop a couple of Tylenol and be like, hey, I'm good. Yeah, I don't I'm have great. a fever. Yeah, I'm great. No sniffle, I'm no feeling, cough, I'm playing. Yeah, what are you exactly. talking about? That's going to be good. 615-737-1045, our number, if you want to jump in on the conversations. All right, Slay, let's get into week 17. All right. We're going to have our wash-away toast coming up here in 20 minutes. Yes, indeed. Brought to you by Miller Lite here at Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's start with Raiders and Colts. Okay. Um, This is an interesting one to me, given everything the Colts have going on. And Las Vegas shut out Denver in the second half, allowed a season-low 158 yards. Yeah. They held the Broncos to eight first downs mm-hmm. and only one third down conversion. Uh, Indianapolis is good, but uh, here's the thing that Titans fans are going to like to hear about this. Yeah, Raiders have only allowed 107 rushing yards over their last two games combined. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor has feasted against bad running defenses, hasn't been as good against some of the top rushing defenses in the NFL. The Raiders, as of late, have been one of the better defenses against the run. A good matchup for that defense in Indianapolis. Yeah, a very good matchup. And then a team that's wavering. Like, you don't you don't know if half the team's ready to get out of there. If, if half the team, like, you got guys banged up. Josh Jacobs has been a, a guy that's been banged up towards the, um, the latter part of this season. Derek Carr is a guy that's saying a lot of the correct things, but you don't see the motion in him. Yes, he's hitting the... Um, uh, um, Hunter Renfro for for passes, and he's emerging since the the misfortunate accident with um, um, Henry Ruggs. Yeah. But outside of that, man, I like I don't think the Raiders fan base is as confident as they once were going four or five weeks ago. Like I think they had an opportunity to do something special mm-hmm. even after Gruden being moved out. Um, I think they they still had a rally cry left in them. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think it's it falls perfectly. For the Indianapolis Colts, honestly, yeah. I don't. I don't think the Raiders pose much threat at all to the Colts in this matchup. It's really weird when you have a team with an interim coach that early, because it, it's kind of unprecedented. A good team having to go to somebody else. Yeah. When John Gruden gets let's go, it, it, there's really no case study for this happening. Right. Very often in this league. Right. So, right. interesting to see how the Raiders kind of bounce back. Uh, stopping Jonathan Taylor, obviously the priority for them. Not a, not a to go. Nope. Yeah, I don't think so. And you know what, though, Will, and I would say they would have a better a better opportunity if they were in Las Vegas. I don't think they got a chance in Indianapolis. Well, in Las Vegas either, though. I mean, they're playing road games there. That's, I mean, have you seen the, the, the crowds yes. in that stadium? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody, just like everywhere. everybody wants to come to Nashville because this city is better than their city. Yep. Everybody wants to go to Vegas because they'd rather lose money there than lose money online in their state. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So You're right. I love that video, one of the first weeks of the season of the Raiders season ticket holder screaming into his camera like, hey, people around me, quit selling your tickets to, <laughs> yeah. to away fans. I, I like these seats and I'd like to keep them around right. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same problem we have here. Oh, bit. goodness. Uh, Bills and Falcons, 13 and a half points for the Bills. Look, the Falcons have won seven games under Arthur Smith in year one. Yeah. 
Kyle Pitts is really good at football. Really good. And he showed out last week. It's not exactly breaking news that Kyle Pitts is is good at this sport. Um, Buffalo, though, is interesting coming off of big wins. Mm-hmm. Five of their six losses, Slay, have come after a double-digit win. Yeah. Buffalo's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. The Falcons were outgained 338-254 to in a win over Detroit. Arthur Smith's offense only held the ball for 21 minutes and 55 seconds. Um, Bills right there behind the Titans at this point by virtue of the tiebreaker. Yeah. Titans, though, will be wanting their old friend Arthur Smith to, to help them handle business here because if the Titans were to slip up over these last two weeks, then you're talking about the Bills getting back in that conversation for the second or third seat. And it, it would surely, surely, surely help them. But let me go on and put this out there for everybody. Okay. Spoiler alert. Um. What time is the game? The game is at 12. Yep. 50% chance of snow, 24 degrees. Ooh, yes. 29 degrees is the high. <laughs> so, <laughs> Atlanta, who's used to the dome, um, I don't think you want to put your money on this one. Buddy. It is not uh, home sweet dome. <laughs> no, no. Not in Buffalo. And I, and I think it works, it works to their advantage. You know, like you said, they haven't played well after big games. But now in this situation, you throw the elements um, into the game and into the mix. And you know how I feel about Matt Ryan. I, I don't see a lick of consistency in him. No. Yeah, so I mean, he played in Boston College, but, I mean, yeah. his, his days but, where that would make a difference are, uh, are behind come him. Come on now. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Buffalo loves it, especially when you got the fans that can get behind you. We know what those fans do. So I know they can't wait for it, and that's right up their alley for that weather. 29 degrees is the high, I repeat. Mm. Yeah, so. sounds awful. <laughs> Thirty-four sounds degrees is the high terrible. for Sunday here. Is it? Yeah, cool. thirty-four. Now the 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 chance of precipitation has dropped, but the high is looking at thirty-four. Guess what, though? We like it. We don't, I, care, I, we don't care about that. I How just lost feeling in my toes thinking about it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I'm really not. Uh, all right, so the game outside of Raiders and Colts, Titans fans are going to be most interested in Chiefs at Bengals. Yeah. This one is really interesting to me. Uh, Kansas City has covered the spread six weeks in a row. They opened as four-and-a-half-point favorites. That number you can get now at five-and-a-half in favor of Kansas City. So, like, I didn't know this. They're the first team in AFC West history to win six straight division titles Yeah. after last week. Uh, Joe Burrow is really good at football. Speaking of guys that are really good at this sport, franchise record with 525 passing yards. That is fourth in the NFL in single-game history. I love the Bengals receiving court. I don't think they get enough credit for being one of the best groups of receivers in the NFL with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. Yeah. I like Cincinnati in this game. Yeah. I really do. And you know what? I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a believer all the way in Kansas City yet, even though they right. got Patrick Mahomes saying, yeah, we, um, where have we been? We, we've been right here. Like, yeah, come on, yeah, dog, yeah. y'all. Y'all Come defense <laughs> showed up. Y'all ain't been here. Yeah, your, your defense has been has been there for yeah, a little dude, bit longer than man, you. Man, they've been standing at the coat check later, man, waiting on y'all to get here <laughs> so they can check their coats and go on to go to their table. But that's neither here nor there. What I will say is that receiving court you just named is dangerous without question, but you can add Joe Mixon to that thing, too. Yes, you can. So not only yeah. you got a guy back there running the rock, you got a guy that can go out there and go in motion and split out. And Lord have mercy, you got a fold. Four heads right there, boy, that can go get the job done at any minute. With Joe Burrow, who got a laser, I'm with you on that, man. I I, I want to see Chris Jones come back for, for Kansas City. Can it mm-hmm. be disruptive? Yeah. Um, 
man, some at some point outside of the established upper echelon of quarterbacks in our league, when you're talking about, and I'm talking about the ones that are having success right now. Right. So Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. um, um, Patrick Mahomes, yep. even though he's up and down, you still put him in that category. Oh, yeah, for sure. Russell Wilson, when he's got it, got it going together. But right. outside of that, man, <laughs> Joe Burrow is one of those guys. Yeah. He might be leading that kind of you second tier of quarterback. Yeah. I'd put him and Josh Allen there you in go. that conversation. Yeah, they're knocking on the door, man. Like, right. Yeah, you know, they, you told them the code. They just got to figure out the last letter. That's all it is. So I'm with you on that, Will. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting one. Rams at Ravens. Uh, we've got a topic we're going to do later on this week, probably tomorrow, Slay, of teams that are the biggest frauds in the NFL. Yeah, that's going to be fun. The Ravens are right up there in that conversation. Yeah, and at this true. point, it, there might not even be frauds anymore. We just know that they're bad. But you know what's crazy about that, Will? The crazy thing is... And we're going to get into it more tomorrow. Right. They got an MVP on their team. Yeah, they do. So how is this the conversation? And I want no piece of that team <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I, None whatsoever. With a healthy Lamar. Even the halfway healthy Lamar. 100%. Okay. 100%. Yeah, so. uh, that's an interesting one. Sean McVay's team, they've won four in a row, 30-23 uh, to 23 over the Vikings last week. I think the overlooked part slay of the L.A. Rams, to me, is when they run the football, they are really hard to beat. Right. You look at the way that they got to the Super Bowl with Sean McVay and Jared Goff. Because Todd Gurley and that rushing attack was really, really good. Mm -hmm. When they had injuries, when they went to Cam Akers a couple of years ago and he was out for the season the first time around, they didn't have that running back. They didn't have that guy to kind of be the bell cow consistently. That's when you saw Jared Goff really take a big step back. It is. Matthew Stafford was bad last week, and they beat an okay Vikings team. Yeah. Stafford... uh, uh, didn't have 200 passing yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Right. But the difference, 131 rushing yards, a touchdown by Sony Michelle, a punt return touchdown. When Sean McVay teams can run the football, they become so much more dangerous. It's, it's similar in a way to the way the Titans become so much more dangerous when they can run. You think of West Coast, you think of passing the football yeah. for a Sean McVay team. Not really the case when you, I think, dig deeper into those numbers. Yeah, you, you spot on with that, Will. And then I also like to add to that on the back side of it, are we even really scared of this Ravens defense anymore? You know, like, of course, it's got to be a balance with Lamar right. Jackson and what the way he runs that offense to take chunks out of the clock. And then you turn it over with that defense. That defense has a team playing from behind, trying to hurry up and get um, get down the field, and then they'll make a mistake. That defense capitalizes on it. I'm, now, I, I don't know. I don't I go into a game and I'm not sure. Yeah, like I, you, you walking in here, you got a ski mask on. You the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> on defense, but you ain't got nothing but a pencil. What you gonna do? Draw the gun? Like, uh, come on, man, you don't scare me no more. So that's my thing, man. Is this the same Baltimore defense that we've grown accustomed to? Right. Or is it the name on the jersey where we're like, man, hold on, they'll line up at zero defense sure. and go man to man, and they'll come after you? Will they? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm thinking the Rams, man, run away with this. Now, they can, here's an opportunity to prove me wrong. The line's at three and a half right now. Right. Over under four to six and a half. I think, man, Matthew Stafford and them go to Baltimore and they run it up. I'm going to be honest. Really? I, I can't decide how I feel about Matthew Stafford. Right. Because there's part of me that still thinks that this is a guy who you can play, take the player out of Detroit. Yeah. But you can't take the Detroit out of the player. 
Yep. But he's been good enough on a defense where, hey, Aaron Donald last week yeah. against the Minnesota Vikings yeah. once again looked like the best player in professional <laughs> football. Yeah. That dude, when he is at his best, there is nobody better in the NFL than him. Yep. I don't think there's any question. No, you spot on about it. And Jalen Ramsey, to me, is still the best cornerback in this league. Yeah. yeah he's been in and out of the, uh, of the lineup. I know Trayvon Diggs has done some pretty impressive things yes. early on in his career in Dallas. But, I mean, I, I still think you're comparing everybody else to Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, at, at the cornerback position. That, that's another team that I want no part of in the postseason. Mm-hmm. That team is serious. That team is very serious. And then you go to the offensive side, you got Cooper Cup. Like all the games you named on defense, and it's only a matter of time. Until the it factor kicks back in sure. for a guy like Vaughn Miller. Right. I mean, it, right. I'm I mean, with you. Yeah, it's a matter of time. Like, like we sit around and we wait on Bud Dupree, and you hear, you hear coaches come out, and we'll get into this tomorrow a little bit. Uh, you hear coaches come out and say, man, Bud, use that time off wisely. He's starting to see the game better. He's moving faster. And this, that right there is the same exact thing for Vaughn Miller. As soon as he gets acclimated to this defense, to the scheme, to the speed again, Man, all you need them to do is show up one game because you got them other maniacs on the on the on the uh, field with them too. Right. So I mean, and the best I, thing the, the best thing about it though, there's only yeah. one way that you're going to see the Rams in the playoffs, and that's oh, if you're yeah, in the, the Super Titans Bowl. Side. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, so yeah, and 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 I'm right. okay with seeing the Rams if it's involving being in oh, LA yeah, for the cool. Super Bowl. No question. No question. <laughs> no, I just mean from the whole NFL perspective, I want no part mm-hmm. of them. If I, if I'm an NFC team. Uh, going into the postseason. It's kind of like I said yesterday with Julio Jones, Slay. You, you sign, you trade for Julio Jones yeah. for those big moments of the postseason mm-hmm. where he's never had a game under, I believe, 58 yards receiving in the postseason in his entire career. Right. You trade for Von Miller because of what he's going to give you in the postseason. You, you know he's not going to be as efficient over the course of the regular season. That is a guy that you want on your side when he's got – uh, a, a Super Bowl that he's won single-handedly in his resume as well. There you go. you spot on. No doubt. Spot on. When we come back, though, Slay, we wash away Week 16 from the Titans' perspective. Glasses raised in the air in front of us. It is time to toast to the Tennessee Titans in Week 17. You better believe it, man. The people better be ready. The Bears are already passed out. They're good and cold. So get over here if you can, man. And I, you listen, get here, man. You need it. Buffalo Wild Wings in Hendersonville. When we come back, Ron Slay's Week 17 Miller Lite Wash Away Toast. Coming up next on 3HL right here on 104.5 The Zone. Three HL on 104.5 The Zone. It is time to raise your glass. Coming up here in a moment at Buffalo Wild Wings, Hendersonville, the site of our show here this afternoon. Ron Slade on my left, Will Bowling here in for the mayor and Don Davenport. Week 16 is in the rearview. We look ahead now. A short week for the Miami Dolphins. A long week for the Tennessee Titans coming off of a victory on Thursday night football. And now. I hand the floor and the microphone over to Ron Slay for the Miller Lite Wash Away right. Toast. Be a Christian. What up, people? Hey, the people live and direct, baby. Appreciate y'all coming out. Salute the Miller Lite for the Wash Away Toast. Thank you, Buffalo Wild Wings. This right here, a hell of a game this past weekend. 
Hey, man, I'm telling you, I was riding with him. But when that offensive line, everybody went down but Ben Jones, I was a little skeptical. Just a little bit skeptical. But Big Jeff put out that tweet and let him know he was going to roll with him. So guess what? Where there's a will, there's a way. And there's a whole lot of will in these damn Titans. So moving forward, we're going to wash it away. It's time to get to the next game. Tighten up on three. One, two, three. And there we are. Really, it, it is an eerie silence in here. I love it. The Wash Away Toast presented by Miller Lite. Great stuff as always. A lot of will in the Titans. A lot of will at the table today, Ron Slay. Who uh, leads the people. He's waiting for the bird. Oh, yeah. There Ooh. it is. Yeah, there yeah, there, there it it was. Is. Joe knows. Joe knows. I got one more. We've got a good crowd out here today in Hendersonville. Very good crowd, man. Everybody in tune. Still time to come and join us. No Jayon Brown today. Uh, yeah. Of course, Titans placing Jayon Brown, Cody Hollister, and Danico Autry on the COVID-19 list uh, today. But, Slay, you talk about the long week. Talk about washing away uh, the win over San Francisco. Mike Vrabel in his career has been terrific with extra days to prepare. Right. Not only does he have extra days, Miami has one less day to prepare. Yeah. And, and, and looking at it, I'm so I'm so intrigued to see this Titans team and to, from the defensive side. Like I asked Jim White, does he think does he have a sense of this team is taking it upon their shoulders as far as the defense goes to say, "Hey man, hop on, let's ride." Right. We're not letting us go. So you look at that Buffalo game. I mean, a Buffalo game. The um Thursday, San Francisco. San Francisco. Golly. Yep. Yep. You look at the San Francisco game. Man, it was plenty of times. Their first drive, they went down there like this This is over with. They scored so fast and so easy. Yeah. But after the, after the Titans kicked the ball away, they went down again and they were in the goal line. Right. To get that interception just shows, man, it, it's, it's a different type of level of want to, a uh, uh, type of determination, a type of we ain't, we ain't bending or breaking. Right, and, and we have a point to prove. And I think that's what you see going forward. So here's another test with Miami walking in. And as soon as you watch Miami, you see the front seven jump off the screen immediately. Yeah, you do. Like, they, man, they get after it. They blitz more than anybody in the NFL. Very fast, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it ain't no outrunning them. So you got to go hit them in the mouth. And I think this offense, after seeing what A.J. was able to do, watching what the defense did to give them the ball back in field position. They have confidence now. The defense plays different when they know the offense is not going to have them go back on the field yeah. so quick, too. No, for sure. So I think that's it. It's the matter of playing the complimentary football that we've talked about as well. And the long streak the Titans finally ended on Thursday, yeah. getting points after a turnover, mm-hmm. something they had really struggled with. After right. Amani Hooker's interception, the Titans immediately go down. They get seven points. Uh, they put it in the end zone on the ground with Deontay Foreman. Uh, and at that point, you're tied up 10 to 10. So mm-hmm. um, it made a very big difference at that point in the game, just playing that kind of complimentary style of football. It sounded right. like Butch Jones saying it, but it, it is a very real aspect of playing winning football, yeah. being opportunistic. And the Titans, without Derrick Henry, have to be opportunistic. Otherwise, they're going to keep losing games and letting bad teams hang around. And I think Vrabel knows, man, and, and Bowen also, they know that this defense is getting healthy. Uh-huh. And that can be a scary no, sight. 
you know, you get Cunningham more acclimated to the scheme of what the defense is doing. Man, they got a lot of guys. When we talk about the front seven for Miami, you got to look over here at the Titans and be like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> not only not only can they blitz and get to the guy, they can send four yeah. and get to him. So right. it's going to be a test of will in this game. It's going to be cold. Everybody knows that. But regardless of who's on the field for the Titans, I honestly, after that performance against San Francisco going forward, I think they go 2-0 in this last stretch. Let's go quickly to the phones, or you can join us in the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline at 615-737-1045. Let's go to Phil in Lewisburg, <laughs> talking Titans and Niners. What's going on, Phil? Right. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Happy New Year's, and I hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. Most definitely. You Thank too, you, Phil. Phil. Hey, listen, I just want to get on here and vent. Uh, if this was Breakfast Club, I'd be giving donkey of the day to Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> but as a Titans fan... He was an extra weapon that y'all didn't even know y'all had. I mean, this guy was MVP for y'all. Get in the red zone, throw a pick, overthrew his uh, fullback when he was wide open. I mean, this guy was terrible, and now he's crying about his itty-bitty thumb hurting. I don't understand it because I sit there at that game, and I watched him warm up Trey Lance the whole game, and to the – uh, to the Titans' advantage, they never put him in. So mm-hmm. I don't understand that, and then I'm just sitting here dumbfounded by it. But go Titans. That Thank you, is. Phil. Appreciate it. Look, well, I, you said that. I said it yesterday. Yep. I would have been more nervous about the Titans' chances if Trey Lance was a starting quarterback than Jimmy G. Yeah, and, uh, and I think what played to that, um, to the 49ers not putting him in, the game wasn't necessarily ever out of hand right. to where you had to make right. a drastic yeah, change. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those games like, Ah, man, that was a bad throw right there. But then he'll come back out and run the ball good. You hit Debo, Debo makes something happen, and everything will be back clicking. And then, uh, lo and behold, man, that third and uh, six, a third and four, and, and something else will happen. Yeah, but right. You can't, you can't pull the plug on anything, you know what I mean? You're going to stick with who got you there, and I think that's what it was. I think you'll see a difference moving forward because he's already saying he's hurt. Coming up in hour number three, we've got your chance to win Titans tickets both here at Buffalo Wild Wings and on the phone lines wherever you are, thanks to Kentucky Legend. We'll talk about that coming up at 5.15. But, Slay, when we come back, yeah. Matthew Butler in Tennessee Uh-oh. are practicing at Vanderbilt University, and they've got some things to say oh, yeah. about practicing at Vanderbilt University. You're going to like oh, this. No Tennessee fans are going to like this. Vanderbilt fans, probably not as much. Final hour of the show. When we come <laughs> back, it is 3HL live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Hendersonville, and it's 104.5 The Zone.